0: are my cookies it's the pool scene podcast xmas special presentation (laughs) which is basically like a normal episode but covering a christmas movie yeah it happens to be almost christmas that's right also in lieu of doing a normal pool check we'll be doing our gift exchange live ah we like to do this it's our yearly tradition we like that what is it asmar ASMR, ASMR, As- <laughs> ASMR, ASMR from uh, yeah. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we're going to do A- ASMR. I'm Kevin. You almost did it again. I did. Joining me for every single episode is Jim. Hi, kids. Ho, ho, ho. It's Santa this week we give you a christmas time miracle an arnold schwarzenegger movie that jim had not seen bonfire of the vanities part two i honestly don't know how you and uh, how you avoided it it's amazing i didn't even,
1: first of all all i knew about this movie was in the end he eventually dresses up as turbo man that's all i knew what i didn't know is this movie is only an hour and 14 minutes I love it. long i love it so
0: why did you take so long i think that For, you
1: weren't against it were you no i was never again said i think for me like we're talking 96 arnold so we're you know we're coming off of t2 we're coming off true lies we're coming off fucking just crazy arnold this was a point in my life where i was like i don't know watch fucking kids movies yeah, anymore you were
0: 14 15 yeah so you're a little i could see why yeah i want adult movies damn it That movie is 1996's Jingle All the Way, directed by Brian Levant, who has an interesting filmography in that there's definitely a theme or a type. So he's also directed Problem Child 2, Beethoven, the live-action Flintstones movies, Snow Dogs, Are We There Yet?, The Spy Next Door, and whatever Max 2 White House Hero is. The fuck is Max 2? Max 2 White House Hero. Interesting. This movie was inspired by the mania surrounding trying to get a Cabbage Patch Kids doll at Christmas in the 80s. I don't know the specific year. Do you remember
1: Cabbage Patch Kids? Yeah. 86? Because I remember I wanted one too. Weirdly enough,
0: we've seen this with Furbies, Tickle Me Elmo's video game systems. Any other come to your mind that were impossible at this time? Well, just period. I think those were the big ones. Probably Furbies, Tickle Me Elmo's, Transformers, Cabbage Patch, video game PS5. Uh, Yeah, no shit. It was produced and rewritten by Chris Columbus who knows some things about Christmas and children's movies something other podcasts have covered I didn't want to go into so someone sued this movie because they said they wrote the script the reason I don't want to bring it up is because it was proven that they had received the script treatment before the other guy dated his okay so it's just a coincidence but he died and they actually awarded him money in a settlement posthumously but he died yes but then 13 years after the release of the movie so in like 2009 nine they took it back oh oh, yeah they said they they proved that the uh, dates were, were off so pretty fucked up fun fact this was the only christmas movie to star arnold schwarzenegger but one of his only two directing credits was a christmas movie a 1992 remake of christmas in connecticut it was made for tv debuted on tnt where it probably never left because i tried to watch it and I cannot find it. I do not know of this movie at I, all. Actually, take that back. I could find it. It's on Amazon Prime, but it's like $4 to rent. No. no. And it's not worth $4. No, forget that. It's a 1992 movie he directed. Why he directed a straight-to-TV Christmas movie, Of I don't all know. things, yeah. And, but... He does have another act or a directing credit. Jim, any guess what Arnold's other directing credit was?
1: How far back are we going? We're going way back or is it like around this it's time? It's around that
0: same time. Oh, 90s. The 90s. Earlier 90s, I think, but. Earlier 90s. A little bit earlier. I have no idea. It's surprising. The other was an episode of Tales from the Crypt. What? Called The Switch. And it's a face-off body swap episode. I think it's season two okay it's okay but it's it's arnold appears i think instead of the crypt keeper in that episode
1: yeah the face off type episode so you're telling me he was caster troy
0: it's sort of it's more maybe like mad scientist okay but it's like a body swap episode so um jim with all of that out of the way tell us how jingle all the way performed at the box office against budget and news and number ones for time of release so unlike bonfire
1: of the vanities thank you for everybody downloading Subscribing, listening. We got a tick up in the Pool Seniors group on Facebook. Thank you very much, guys. Also, Kevin, before I get into the year in review 1996, we hit over 3,000 downloads officially on Podbean, the app that not that many people know about, and apparently we didn't either but apparently we must be popular on the pod bean. So thank you, pool sceners out there over 3000 downloads so far, Kevin, let's get back to the movie jingle all the way, which I asked if this was the actual name they wanted to call this movie or it was in a pile because it just seems like I, I didn't they find this.
0: anything to the contrary that it was called something. Else. I don't know why you
1: just don't call this turbo man or the quest for turbo man, but jingle all the way doesn't really make that much sense to me. However, jingle all the way came out on November 22nd, second, nineteen. 1996 is a very big date for me kevin if you didn't know this because one of my favorite movie soundtracks from one of the greatest movies i've ever seen star trek first contact came out on november the 22nd 1996 this came to a 76 million dollar budget and made 130 million dollars at the box office so
0: so not a smashing success
1: but it made money about break yeah about break even point so you're really good there and like I said hour and 14 minutes bing bang boom you're out this movie is definitely better than bonfire the vanities the number 1 toy in 1996 tickle me elmo so be on the lookout he's coming to a funny bone near you tickle me elmo the newest huggable member of the tyco sesame street family you couldn't talk about the mad rush. People were three to four times more paying for Tickle Me Elmo's. That was the thing. Yeah, But it was crazy because it came out of nowhere. It's like, of all things, yeah. Elmo got popular like that,
0: and I, that was it. I doubt they even expected it. It was very strange that it was that. My girlfriend I dated in high school got a, a Tickle Me Elmo, which I think she got during that craze. But one night we're trying to sleep in her bedroom, and I say. Ha <laughs> mirror <laughs> yeah that tickles just in the middle of the night like okay that's freaky
1: you think there's a collector's market for that anymore like an original tickle me elmo from i think 96? they re-released
0: them a couple times i don't know furbies some of the original furbies are still okay valuable. so the
1: furby market crazy enough i learned this off youtube thank god for fucking youtube retro rick shout out friend of the show those furbies if they're in original boxes mm-hmm like two to three times its value right now. Yep. So the Furby market is huge. Everybody dig into those attics. See if you got those Furbies. Flip them now. Send them to us. Send them. We need it. We
0: won't flip them. We promise.
1: We we won't flip them whatsoever. We need stuff for the studio. Also, shout out to our buddy, Matt Thompson. He's going to help us out with the McDonald's box. I can't believe it. Matt, we owe you big. We love you. Merry Christmas,
0: Matt. We love you out there.
1: Man, we're going to have you on the show. You are our preeminent pool scene Kevin, you spoke of it briefly. Spelk of it? Spelk of it. All of a sudden, the beer's starting to kick in. We're having some Christmas brew dogs, kids. So bear with me. Mario 64 was the video game of the year in 1996. yo
0: World.
2: We won't go in one direction or see where we can zag. we will walk through walls. We will take a look around us We will not be confined. We believe in the path of least limits We won't be told how to view the world. But we will experience true freedom. We will not compromise We will live the game through our hands. We will be in control of something We will change the system
0: I loved Mario 64. When
1: that game first came out, that thing was a revelation. Yes. It's like holy shit. Even now, it's okay. But you look back on the N64 now, and you're like, not my favorite Nintendo system. Controller was fucking janky as shit. The only thing you I want love to play
0: some Gretzky Hockey. Gretz-
1: <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I love Gretzky Hockey. I love WCWNWO Revenge No Mercy. Of course, the wrestling games are fantastic. Virtual Pro Wrestling too holy shit man that system was not good I, i'm in the minority but once again if you get it
0: you might have been a little old for it maybe not 15
1: yeah that so might have been ideal for right it. right around the core age kevin here's a fun little thing for you right now i would either give you the blockbuster vhs sales but i'm gonna give you something special for 1996 kevin your top two selling divix movies
0: Whoa. from circuit Whoa. city <laughs> If you're tired of paying late fees for video rentals or paying for movies you didn't have time to watch, check out DivX at Circuit City. Only DVD players with DivX play DVD movies, DivX movies, and audio
2: CDs. DivX movies are only $4.49 each, and you never have to return them,
1: or
0: pay late fees. This RCA DVD player with DivX is only 399 dollars 99 and get any five DivX movies free after rebate. Plug into DivX
1: at Circuit City. If you guys are unfamiliar with DivX is, in 1996, DVDs came out with DivX. So DVDs at the time, we're talking standard def, went from anywhere from 25... 25- the $45. Divix was a CD-based thing. It held less data. You could pay $4.95 for, but it had a code on it, and you could only play it for 48 hours yep. unless you renewed the code, or the DVD would just basically self-destruct. Guess what happened? It tanked horribly. Why? Yeah, no way. Nobody bought Divix. So, Kevin, your number one seller. Scream, and then... <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in Daylight. Yeah. Number two, Kit Latoura. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh Zone. Those are your top two divics. <laughs> Your biggest news stories of the year, 1996, of a course.
0: wonder if there's an, a market for unused DivX codes. What the fuck
1: could you do with it now? They, I, they had DivX players. Yeah. Like, you needed a specific
0: DivX player oh, to that's play this shit. I
1: didn't know that. Then again, I had an HD DVD player for my Xbox 360, because I was like, HD DVD is going to destroy Blu-ray. Yes. Like,
0: Burgundy cases, man. Come
1: on, it's cool as shit. So your top news stories of 1996, Kevin, the Atlanta Olympic Park bombing. We're hey Back live to the International Broadcast Center in Atlanta right now, and the mood of our program changes dramatically at this moment because quite apparently the kind of incident which you hope will never take place at an Olympic Games has in fact taken place within the past 15 minutes at nearby Centennial Park. Centennial Park in the middle of the Olympic ring, the huge gathering place for commerce, and for camaraderie throughout the games has been the scene. It is reported, Hannah, of an explosion. That was a big event all yep. of a sudden. Otherwise, besides this, Dream Team 2 wins gold. Michael Johnson sets mm. the world
0: record in 200 and 400. When this was Summer Olympics? Summer Olympic Games. So approximately... This is in July of 96. July so of 96. Arnold's wearing an Atlanta 96 shirt in Jingle All The Way. Purple it's like yeah burgundy purple but it's so it's also they would have filmed pre so this would have been in 95 they would
1: have filmed this movie yeah so right after true lies
0: so he's wearing the uh the olympics the atlanta olympic 96 shirt not knowing the events that were going to go down
1: and another big thing that went down the unabomber ted kaczynski was arrested
0: the unabomber He began his reign of terror almost 18 years ago. Tonight, this former Berkeley professor is being held. But are the professor and the Unabomber one and the same?
1: Out in the middle of the fucking Timbuk5, they found Ted Kaczynski, who looks like he didn't
0: shower for about five. He thought he was smarter than everybody. It's an interesting thing to look into. It is.
1: There's a couple great documentaries out there you guys might want to check out. Kevin, I hate to keep the tone down, but this is big here too. For our Aussie pool sceners out there, for our Aussie pool sceneers out there the port arthur massacre occurs good morning on the island of tasmania the worst massacre in australian history is finally over at least 34 people were killed and four others critically wounded when a 29 year old gunman with a history of mental problems opened fire in a popular tourist area the carnage came to an end only this morning after the gunman caught fire following a 12-hour standoff with police he's alive and in custody today monday april the 29th 1996 Martin Bryant is sentenced to 35 consecutive sentences of life imprisonment plus 1,035 years without parole for murdering 35 people in a shooting spree in Tasmania earlier in 1996. Wow. Talk about a sentence. 35 consecutive life sentences plus 1,000 years. Yeah. Can't you just say death penalty? Isn't it a lot easier just to put a fucking bullet in a guy's
0: head? Forever yeah infinity
1: speaking of something that we mentioned previously the n64 was released you all remember that home video that's made around the internet of the kid going
2: that
1: fucking kid guess a, what kid not that great
0: now he's excited to go to dolphin park on wave race that's right
1: wave race is one of the most underrated games for the oh, n64 that, those water physics yes loved it you do a fucking backflip on a jet ski it's pretty sweet a guy who also did a backflip on a jet ski into our hearts president bill clinton wins re-election against the now late deceased senator bob dole rest in peace bob dole clinton won in a landslide in
2: 1996 bill clinton proves his title the comeback kid. He is our projected winner as president of the United States, re-elected for a second term, the first Democrat since Franklin Delano Roosevelt.
1: We haven't heard from him in a long time, but hey, Stu, what's up? Hey, Riffey Jr., waiting, waiting. Booyah! Hi again, Sports Center, bringing it. Alongside Rich Eisen, I'm Stuart Scott. Cleveland Browns fans, Art McDell, that piece of fucking shit, took our team and moved to Baltimore. Rest in peace. Yeah, I hope you burn in hell, you son of a bitch, because we'd have two Super Bowls. But on the lighter side of things, the Bulls went 72-10 and that year. Still the greatest team of all time. Fuck the 73-9 and Warriors. But why, Kevin? No, why? Because they blew a 3-1 lead. Yes. To the cleveland cavaliers tiger woods makes his mark on the golfing world and pop culture as we know it when he won his third straight u.s amateur title against steve scott and then made his pga debut with those famous words
0: i guess hello world huh i
1: mean come on hello world and then the rest is history
0: he didn't say it. flashback <laughs> Heart attack. Kevin heavy, What is that song? You use it on here. It's sometime. made by EZO. Okay. Yeah, I, that's the only song. I love I, it. <laughs> I, I get excited when I listen to the episodes back. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, Jimmy's the flashback song. Every now and then I like to throw it on there. Flashback,
2: heart Every time I see your face. Flashback, heart Ooh, you drive me wild.
1: And of course, Kevin, I'd be remiss to mention. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. The NWO was formed in 1996.
0: We're taking over.
1: We are taking over professional wrestling, the number one movie in 1996. We've covered it here. Last season, our watch-along, Independence Day, and the number one song in 1996, by one week. No, it's not Bare Naked Ladies. It's the Macarena. (laughs)
2: Hey!
1: Ooh. It beat out One Sweet Day by one week on the Billboard charts. Wow. That fucking Macarena song. Play to any kid's dance to this day. They still know the Macarena. Stain power, everybody. Use that blue chew. Keep hard. Merry Christmas. That's all you need to know about 1996.
0: All right, let's take a sleigh ride into the plot. Howard Langston has to be the number one mattress salesman in the world. All the dude does sell mattresses. How is it that important that people are calling
1: at will, like, hey, I need a mattress now.
0: He has a wife named Liz and a nine-year-old karate son named Jamie. But Howard barely sees them because, again, all he can do is sell mattresses. <laughs> he works for Sealy. Meanwhile, he has a neighbor named Ted. Creepy. Who pays Liz and Jamie all the attention that Howard doesn't. Mm-hmm. Howard is going to fix all of his mistakes by securing a Turbo Man doll for Jamie. <laughs> and the rock-and-roar jetpack and the realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including, It's Turbo Time! Accessories sold separately, better is not included.
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad you had to stop and think about it.
0: But Johnny's gonna get one and so is everybody else I know. Whoever doesn't to be a real loser.
2: Well, it definitely won't be you.
0: Thanks, Dad. I love you trouble man for jamie his most wanted christmas gift but also every kid's most wanted christmas item liz had asked him to get one two weeks ago but he was probably too busy selling mattresses so he journeys out on christmas eve (laughs) which you seasoned parents and non-parents alike know that if you're still shopping on christmas eve you're boned you're as fucked as someone on one of the mattresses howard sells (laughs) So in the mania of trying to find a turbo man on Christmas Eve. Or me on a fabulous Goldstein's waterbed. Yes. Howard finds himself in the same place as a mailman named Myron Larrabee, who is trying to find a turbo man for his son.
2: Myron Larrabee. Howard Langston. (laughs) See, I have to shop late because it's the busiest time of year for me. All these important Christmas letters that people send to folks they don't even talk to but once a year. Not to mention relative sending presents they're going to have to send back anyway. How many toiletry kits does a man need? How about these little stupid letters from kids to Santa at the North Pole? Dear Santa, could you send me a bike and a Flinky? No, your father's been laid off, and as if I didn't have enough pressure in my life, my son sends me out for some like goofy black toy, some fruity robot named Turtleman. It's Turtleman.
0: And it's not just them too. There's like a thousand people trying to find Turbo Mans. Well, we think because a bunch of people laugh at them for looking at Turbo Mans because they're out buying Booster and Dementor.
1: I'd rather have Dementor. And That's just sweet.
0: sweet. All sorts of wild shit happens on Christmas Eve, including a bomb-threaded radio station, Harold doing some B&E to steal Turbo Man from his neighbor, Harold knocking out a reindeer and then apologizing to the reindeer by sharing a six-pack of Miller Genuine Draft. I think it's MGD. Yeah, yeah. it's something like that. Or it might uh, be a knockoff. Ultimately, it culminates with Harold's car getting stripped for parts in broad daylight. Howard's gonna come clean to Liz about being a bad dad. Instead Jamie lays into him for not keeping his promises. What would you know about keeping your promises? you never keep your promises. you
2: never do any
0: Jamie wanted to make sure that Howard would be at the Wintertainment Parade. So instead of breaking two promises and missing the parade, Howard plans to get there in time. But when Howard arrives at the parade, we get a comedy of errors. So every place that Howard went to look for Turbo Man, he managed to piss off this one specific police officer. He just happened to be at every place he was at. Yeah. So when Howard gets there, he instantly has to hide after a chase from that officer. Howard finds an unlocked door where a team suits him up as Turbo Man. It kind of all happens before he has a chance to object. It's weird
1: how he just doesn't try to stop him and it fits him like
0: a glove. Yes. He gets pushed into the Turbo Man parade float where he has no idea what he's doing but he gets to select one kid from the audience to receive a limited edition Turbo Man. This is obviously going to be Jamie, but Myron has intercepted the Turbo Man villain Dementor's costume. Myron, as Dementor, begins to chase Jamie up a building to take the doll. Jamie's going to fall to his death until Turbo Man (laughs) saves him howard then reveals himself as turbo man which makes jamie happy and liz horny jamie gives his turbo man figure to myron and when howard asks him why he says because i got the real turbo man at home and then crisp shows up and i never knew there was a post credit scene of howard putting the star on the tree and liz asks what he got her i can only imagine it's a new mattress and they did a sequel to this didn't they they did Okay and there was no correlation. No, this was the that scene was to set up a sequel in case of. A sequel happened but again not a direct sequel, a much later WWE Studios produced sequel. Wow. Which I like and it made my wife cry. Oh, um God. Let's get into characters. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Howard Langston. Arnold cashed a $20 million check for this one. Where's your Christmas spirit? Holy shit. Yes. Tim Allen was considered for the role. Uh Arnold was able to do this film because his dream film, Planet of the Apes, fell apart. He really wanted to participate in and make a Planet of the Apes movie. And then who ended up becoming into that Planet of the Apes role, you might say in 2001? Hey guys, how's it going? Yes. Sinbad as Myron Larrabee Chris Columbus wanted Joe Pesci for this role (laughs) Sinbad was suggested actually by Arnold's agent Sinbad missed the audition that he was like that he had because he was on a USO tour with Cheryl Crow. Weird. And he couldn't be at the audition, so he figured that ship had sailed. But when he auditioned, they cast him.
1: Hey, Sinbad's a great guy. I can say this is the first movie in which I met a co-star of one of the movies we covered. I met Sinbad when I worked at WMJI in Cleveland. Really good guy. But could you imagine fucking Joe Pesci? No. Hey, give me,
2: get, get! Get a fucking turtle man.
0: <laughs> Turla man? <laughs> Whatever. Phil Hartman is Ted Maitland.
2: Sugar cookies bake 12 to 15 minutes till golden brown.
0: Yeah. Ted's got everything under control. Go! In there. So good. Rita Wilson is Liz Langston. Jake Lloyd as Jamie Langston. Ugh. The officer, officer Alexander Hummel is Robert Conrad. We had Martin Maul as the DJ. Yeah. As Mr. Ponytail Man, KQRS DJ. Jim Belushi is Maul Santa. Who else do we want to mention? Vern here? Troyer. Yeah. Richard Maul is Dementor. Curtis Armstrong is Chain Smoking Booster. Booger.
1: Sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant waiting for your sorry ass to show up. Well, it's showtime.
0: In some TV earrings of the film, Chain Smoking Boosters line where he says he's been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant is removed. So it's on the DVD. If You watch this on cable. Sometimes they take that out hmm interesting Paul White WCW's The Giant WWE's The Big Show as Giant Santa yeah which is a way better gimmick we have a appearance from young Chris Parnell and as Jim said uh, Vern Troyer is mini Santa so which actor actress gives a passable performance does any non-lead character still seats
1: Phil Hartman he's great it's that's Phil, mine too he's, Phil Hartman's so good he can play any character You. Th- I mean everything he touched turned to gold
2: Liz. You're like a lost and frightened fool. I can see it in your eyes. Don't worry. Ted's here.
1: That's very sweet.
2: You deserve better, Lizzie. Lizzie? Someone you can talk to. A shoulder to cry on.
1: I became a fan of news radio. It's one of my favorite shows because of radio background. I love radio stuff.
0: But man, Phil Hartman just in everything Phil Hartman ever did. Golden. Just fantastic. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's mine also. I mean, he, he is the villain. He's a real kind of a sex creep. He's just trying to fuck his wife. Yeah, he's trying to fuck Howard's wife. And uh, he's a very eligible bachelor. Yeah, he's so great playing the role. He's very funny. Now, if this movie would have had
1: a PG-13 rating, I would like to have seen Phil Hartman be a little bit more sexually scuzzy.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to best scenes. You want to go? How about you do the honors? You go first since you had never seen this. Yeah, it just blows my mind. Arnold explaining
1: to his wife that he got the terrible man when they're in the bedroom the night before Christmas Eve.
0: Howard, you didn't. Please tell me that you did not forget that doll.
2: No, no. I I, I got it. I... I got the turbo man doll. The one that has those things that shoot out in front with that rock'em, sock'em jetpack, and with that realistic voice box that says, it's turbo time. I got it. Oh, good.
1: Arnold is very hammy in this movie, quite deliberately so, but I love how he's explaining to his wife, like, don't you worry, honey, I got it, I got the turbo man, I got the for Jamie. I fucking love it. It's so yeah. good. It's Arnold being hammy Arnold. I love AJ. The
0: cookie scene.
2: Ted. I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out, just tell her I will be a few minutes late. But she shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here, and mm, oh, these cookies. I got to get the rest from Liz. Put that cookie
0: down now. So when, (laughs) when Howard, when Howard, it is, when Howard's out shopping on Christmas Eve, the neighbor, Ted, Phil Hartman, he's at Howard's house with Liz, helping her make cookies while the kids play together. After he convinced her to go take a shower, I'll yeah, finish Yeah, go this. take a shower, I'll finish the cookies. And uh, Howard calls and says, I-, I need to talk to Liz. And he goes, oh, these cookies. Oh, they're so good. And he's just going on and on. He's like at orgasmic levels over these Pretty cookies. Pretty Trying to rub it in. He's trying to rub something Put the in. cookie down is the the iconic line and you can get that on a t-shirt if you so please
1: first off this reindeer i think was infected with rage from 28 <laughs> days later this fucking reindeer had red bloodshot eyes it's like the last of us reindeer
2: nice doggy nice
1: it was fucking just the craziest reindeer that just had a disposition but he punched the fuck out of this yeah. rage deer you picked
2: the wrong day You started it.
1: He uppercutted this rage deer into next fucking week. Awesome. And then two scenes later, he's drinking a sixer with this thing.
2: (laughs) Hey, Rudolph. Can I buy another round?
0: (laughs) And it still has rage eyes. Yeah. Come on. I have the toy store raffle for a Turbo Man that goes about as poorly as possible. It's the biggest logic issue ever. This is We'll talk about that later, so I won't say too much. But this, it's at the Mall of America in a toy store. Listen up, people.
2: Answer your first question. Yes. The rumors are true. We have received a small quantity of the action figure known as Turbo Man. I am not going to ask you people to be quiet again. Do you hear me? Now here's how things are going to work. You will form an orderly line so that the employee can hand you a numbered ball. These balls will then be drawn in a standard lottery fashion to see who gets a dollar.
0: And the owner or manager says, come get a ball, a numbered ball, and we will call numbers and you'll have a chance to get a turbo man. Yeah, we'll divvy it out. It's just, it goes insane. Every... Time you see a toy store in this movie it gets fucking trashed it just gets completely like people which get, isn't that inaccurate people getting hip-tossed in entire displays and it's just uh doesn't make me wish retail on anyone when we have the show
1: off himself turbo man the man the myth the legend howard dressing as turbo man saving the day and selecting his son out of the crowd to give him the special 16 inches 16 inch something. turbo man and of course it gets interjected by simbad
0: how did you know my name
2: Well, Chang? you see i am your friend. <laughs>
1: jumped richard maul as dementor and became dementor and there was a showdown i love it yeah the
0: bootleg toy operation
2: just put it back in the box and just go Forget out of here. Dad, here give me the money back ah, 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 ah. whoa all sales are final you know what you guys are nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits what did you call us you have me right con men thieves degenerates, low labs, thugs, criminals. Yeah. So
0: a Howard is like fighting a child to get one of those balls from the mall of America toy store and a mall Santa says he can, Hey, Hey, hey buddy, I can get you a turbo man. So, uh, they go to this factory warehouse on the river and when he goes, it's $300 for the turbo man. Well, it's also like the North pole in there. Yes, it is. There's like a hundred Santas and elves and everything else. And they have a whole, uh, North pole operation so it's $300 for a multicultural bilingual he hands over the money and he opens hey don't don't open that here and when he does it speaks Spanish and it instantly breaks so Howard then has to brawl with an army of Santas including Paul White aka the giant aka the big show during the fight the police show up in a raid but this is where Howard pulls like some genius
2: hey hey buddy this must be the sloppiest bust I've ever seen in my entire career of the force. Detective Howard Lang, undercover. I have been working on this case for the last three years, and you guys come bouching in here like a bunch of terrorists at a tea party. Wait! till the commissioner finds out about this. He is going to hit the roof. Now get your act together and arrest someone. Go! Yes,
0: sir! He finds a toy badge and does the classic trope, This has to be the sloppiest bust I've ever seen. I've been investigating this for three months. Yeah. Arrest somebody. And then he just walks out scot-free.
1: I also find it weird that every movie in which Vern Troyer's been in, he takes this overproduced punch that sends him back off a wire 30 yards. Every movie that guy was ever in. Yeah, he
0: jumps on Howard's shoulders. Yeah. And then when the giant Santa tries to punch him, he ducks and he punches the uh, little Santa. I think it would have been better if Paul White lit up a cigarette and then just started kicking it been great. Yeah. The last one I wanted to mention, Howard stops in to have, uh, to a diner to have coffee, lunch, whatever. And he runs into Myron who regales him with a story about his dad, letting him down as a kid, which is why he's a loser mailman. And which is not a bad gig at all. Oh, like it's yeah. a government a Good job. Yeah. He basically tells him, you know, I'm, I'm a loser because my dad didn't give me this toy. Meanwhile, the neighbor kid got one and he's the CEO of a billion billion dollar Company. So the only reason I mention this is because Howard starts daydreaming, seeing his son dressed in Myron's like male clothes, drinking a bottle of booze. I'm just a loser with no future. Cheers to you, dad. Taking a swig. It's so good. It's really funny. I pointed this out. That
1: diner looked very familiar. And it's a true diner. It's Mickey's diner. Was featured in The Mighty Ducks, the original Mighty Ducks movie in 1992. It's a genuine article there, folks. It's not on a back
0: lot. Ducks fly together. Quack. All right, let's get out of the pool.
2: Put check for Chubberman.
0: All right, no topic. We're just exchanging gifts. Cue the Christmas music. All right, before we start
1: opening our gifts, we're going to christen it with my grandfather. Not my real grandfather, but we all called him Grandpa. Grandpa's brandy. It's legendary. It's a little chilly outside, so it's perfect to keep you warm. I am pretty sure this bottle of brandy might be
0: (sighs) over 30 years old. Sweet. So we're going to open this up, Kevin, if you want to talk for filler. Yeah, I'll talk for filler. So something I... I guess I could save for the um, the end portion. Our final lap is that there is a little Debbie Christmas tree shortage. As Jim pours, hear that? Ooh, it smells boozy. Yeah, little Debbie, they're the Christmas tree cakes. Hear that? Uh, so I was uh, my wife. I was out running errands. My wife says, "Hey, if you pop in Target, we grab some of those Christmas tree cakes." I said, sure. So I look up and down. I think every single aisle in the entire store, every aisle, end caps, everything. And I'm like, they don't have any. That's weird. So I was like, I'll pop in another store same thing. No Christmas tree cakes anywhere. Really? And I'm like, what is happening? That shit's so really that good? Fa- no, they're not. That shit? They're not. But it's like everything right now. Shelves are empty. You can't get anything you need to get. Everything's taking longer than it's supposed to. So I end up finding some and buying them to find out. It's not just me. Other people I saw on Facebook, friend of the show. Yeah. You know, on a previous episode, Justin Haynes, he was looking for some and could not locate them. So yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird out there. And it's still being blamed on COVID. I, I don't know if it doesn't surprise me If it's the labor issue Or What it is I don't know Now we got the Omicron You try this around. yet? No
1: Ready to go? Yeah Cheers Cling salut, salut. Not supposed to chug it Oh, man. That is pure. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. Some good shit. Wah! That's good, man. Wah! That stuff will keep you warm
0: in the winter. Scent of a woman stuff. All right. Now All it's right. time for our gift exchange. Sure, Jim, we have an odd number, so I will give you one first. Okay. Go back and forth here. All right. <sighs> Kind of had a preliminary. Kevin gave me a prelim.
1: Yeah. Got me Inglorious Bastards, which I wanted to watch anyways. Almost picked that up from work. So good thing I didn't. And a 2013 Macho Man Randy Savage
0: in street clothes. It's which aw- that's why cool. it's so awesome because he's in street clothes.
1: I'm opening a package. Maybe yeah. <sighs> okay, I shouldn't sound like I'm having an orgasm. All right. Let's see. We got a Bubble Mailer. Very quaint. Opening up. What we got here? Oh, no. oh, Kevin's being an asshole. Another bubble mailer. Oh, right on my dick. We got a... Co- oh! Last Action Hero soundtrack on cassettes. And I have a Last Action Hero collection going up in my toy room. I'll put a picture up yeah, on that our... That'd be a neat thing to put on a shelf. oh yeah. We'll put it up on, the, on our Instagram page. Check it out. Last
0: Action Hero. All right, Kevin, let me give you your first... Pretty sure you call me Kemin. Why don't you top me off on the brandy? So, Jim <laughs> normally doesn't wrap anything for anyone. And uh, in this case, we have a very large box. It is quite heavy. Well, I wouldn't say it's heavy, but it's a, a large box. And Jim put some brown paper on the box and then drew what, what is this, Jim? Is this uh, Nakatomi Plaza? No, that is... Well, it, oh, this is Phoenix. No, that like, I
1: made a cityscape of Phoenix, Arizona. It's autographed by Charles
0: Barkley. And he's playing basketball on the mountains. All right, perfect. And yeah. what is this flag on the top of the mountain? That's supposed to be a basketball hoop in the distance. You see, he's throwing the basketball. Oh, I thought he was there. Do you have a flag? <laughs> okay, let's open uh, Phoenix, Arizona gift.
1: Maybe. Yeah, Kevin, I, yeah. Jeez, Jim. <laughs> I try to be a little bit more special this year with rapping and try to do uniquer type shit. Unique. Unique. I like to make my own words. Up. Come
0: to the Pool Scene Podcast for uh,
1: made up words. We're going to do an annual with our new dictionary term starting with season number eight. So I figured this might be. Uh, truth be told, one of Kevin's gifts is currently, has not been shipped yet, is actually being made So.
0: Ooh, so by elves in the North Pole. That's right. They're making,
1: oh, plastic bags. Got plastic bags. Just don't dump it. Something in there. All right. Dimzy wood.
0: Oh! Okay, Kevin, you want to say what it is? It is the Halloween 3 NECA figures. Okay, I which kn- yeah. I have wanted forever. I know. And uh, I just, I have a hard time pulling the trigger on stuff like this. Yeah. So I could not be more stoked. So you get the uh, the three trick-or-treaters, interchangeable hands, kind of the rotted masks after, for those who haven't seen Halloween 3, it won't make any sense. Hey, you're fine if you don't. But uh, no, you, you're not. There's no it? Michael Mayer in it. And then the incredible packaging on the back. Which, it's cool fucking packaging. Yeah, it's like a mail-away sort of thing. So, Jim, I, this is excellent. Thank I have brought you.
1: this up in the past. My, one of my biggest vindictive issues I have with Halloween 3. The first DVD release for that, uh, my girlfriend at the time, we fell asleep watching this movie and we were drunk. Fell asleep in the middle of the night. Older DVDs, if it has a song, it'll constantly repeat. So I remember waking up half drunk at 4.30 in the morning to
0: the song of the silver shamrock all things uh, a full-on plan in march and any pool seniors that want to be there to uh to chat and meet up with me in march i will be at horror hound cincinnati where one tom adkins will be attending. man of action and uh he's i've been at other conventions where tom adkins was but for whatever reason just too busy being a drunk and hanging out with my friends i guess i shouldn't say a drunk i've never been a drunk but we've been drunk a lot drunk attacking Convention and uh was he a wasteland or like horror? i don't know if he's ever been in wasteland but he's been yeah he's been in some shows and uh i just never met him just never went up and actually paid money and and this time in march i'm gonna go down to cincinnati and he's getting up there in age yeah and he just turned 86 and i'm gonna go have him sign some stuff hell yeah so it'll be it'll be a good time all right jim um do this one next okay i'm just gonna toss it Oh, good catch. I know how to snag that shit. I'm not drunk. Right. This is like a two-part. This is uh, part one of two. Okay. And I'll just let you go ahead, and since we, numbers-wise. Okay, so we got a tin. We got a tin with Santa on it. It says, ho, Santa. ho, ho. Santo. You got here. Ooh, you got me a gift card, eh? For Pine Lakes. It's fuck f- yeah. $50 to Pine Lakes. Jesus Christ, Kevin. So it'll be a, a what, two and a half rounds or something. Oh yeah, or?
1: man. Thank you. Pine Lakes is right down the road from my house here at Studio 536,
0: one of Kevin and I's favorite places to golf. As long as we're not teeing off on the front nine, because then I get too nervous. <laughs> I and don't know why. Is, this is part two of that gift.
1: All right. After I open this, I will tell you the okay. next gift that's oh, not coming, and that one will save for last. All right. All right. A-S-M-R. Also, while we're doing this, want to wish all you pool singers out there a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Hope you guys have a good holiday this Winter year. solstice. That's right. Stay safe out there. Festivus. For the rest of us. I used to have a Festivus pool, like... Oh,
0: <laughs> oh! Yeah. so Kevin got me a Pabst blue ribbon. It's a they did a collaboration with Range Golf. Oh, and they made a rope, which is all the uh the. The craze right now with the golfers is to wear the rope hats and... Uh, oh, it's a snapback, too. It's a snapback Paps range hat. Oh, hell yeah. Are you supposed to not flat do I like, don't know. I mean, whatever you do, you do whatever you want. You I can't put my, it on over the headphones. Yeah, you can't put it on over my headphones. That doesn't really work.
1: Fuck yeah. We're so, going to take pictures and we'll put them up on our yeah. Instagram so, page.
0: You can wear that when you use your...
1: Absolutely awesome. Thank you. I like yeah. my PBR. So, let me tell you. Okay. So, I know you are going to meet man of action himself Tom Atkins Yeah, and you needed something for him to sign yes. so I was like you could do that but it's indirectly Tom Atkins right. isn't a part of that set so I was like I want to get you a unique gift anybody I could have been like here's a movie poster have Tom Atkins sign it whatever Everybody, anybody could do that I went on to the creators of Etsy alright and this guy makes I think it's like 8x10 or 11x14 he makes a Halloween 3 print but it has the film cells from the movie Hell yeah. in it one of the film cells man of action tom atkins okay, so if you needed something for tom yeah. atkins to sign that's going to be coming that'd
0: be awesome because then i'm uh, just waiting for it
1: to get shipped uh, i haven't gotten enough. i sent him an email i'm waiting to hear
0: back i yeah there's something i ordered for my wife i was telling you that i ordered on uh november 25th that was supposed to ship by the 9th i messaged a guy on the 13th and they were like yeah it's in production we'll get with you soon and i'm like oh well we're fucking 10 days to Christmas I mean this might get here before actual Christmas not show Christmas but well no that that is awesome that's absolutely because uh, I know you want yes I want something to get signed but it's like I, I considered buying this next figure and I was like toys don't really have anything he wasn't one of the trick-or-treaters yeah so yeah that will be but really I figure cool. with Halloween 3 you'd like those yeah. figs yes I love the figures all right here so, we go this is uh then- I had to think about what this was for a second I hope I hope you enjoy Okay. Okay. Alright. Alright.
1: No fucking way. Dude. Dude, I almost bought this. Oh, really? Okay, so, this is eBay? I was looking and getting this cup, and I didn't pull the trigger on it. Kevin got me, this is so fucking early 90s, and it's what I love the most. It is a... Neon orange with white Coca-Cola Classic plastic cup with a Handle however it does say McDonald's pizza yeah. on it I Shit you not I almost bought That's this awesome. That's awesome. So you guys know We've been talking about this for three seasons now Thank you for Matt Thompson's gonna be hooking us up With a McDonald's pizza box but now We have a thing to go with the pizza box Down here in the studio Yeah, Fucking awesome so
0: Kevin are you ready for your last Yes one? let's do it this one I Found by happenstance and it just Worked out all right all right, this one has Nakatomi Plaza on it. Yeah, this one does have Nakatomi It's not a good picture of Nakatomi not, Plaza. Not Christmas. We should have taken pictures of these
1: before, and I'll stamp one right now. Just so you know, everybody, I'm not really an artiste. I've drawn two good pictures in my entire life. That I did in five minutes. And the Nakatomi Plaza, it, after I drew it, I'm like, that looks like the building in San Francisco. That's not the Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But as you can see, Hans Gruber is falling from the building, yes. and crazy John McClane. All right, so yeah, N- Nakatomi Plaza. It's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off of Nakatomi Plaza. Spoiler alerts! Spoiler alert! But we've had a little bit of time to see Die Hard. Uh, I'm I'm fucking excited for this one because oh. this one. I got tape stuck in my hands. Freaking out. <sighs> man.
1: You have rallied on the show about something that why it better not be Billy Joel shit. It's no, this is a legit, legit find. Oh my god, I I fucking hope I saw this and I shit a
0: solid gold brick. Oh my god, Jim. <laughs> Kevin Bradway. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jim got me a Kennywood Steel Phantom coffee mug because steel phantom and phantom, phantom Revenge range yep. merchandise does not exist it doesn't i i have like such love hate about kennywood because same here i think somehow in not having merchandise which infuriates me also Their merch sucked yes it was legitimately terrible it's like, why would you have merch for the coasters that nobody gives a shit about? I love this. This is like... And that is pre, two pre-2000. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. It's in good condition. Yeah. I'm going to put it when I finish the bar in the basement, which is coming closer to fruition. I'm going to put this up there. There we go. Yeah,
1: that's awesome.
0: Good job, Jim. Thanks.
1: Fuck yeah. Thank you, Kev. This yeah. is fucking
0: awesome, man. Holy shit. As long as you bring me to Pine Lakes.
1: Oh, dude, what do you think I'm gonna spend it on? I don't go golfing by myself. Why don't you let me
0: drink out of your McDonald's pizza mug? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Alright. I love it. Alright, well that was fun. That was a, a good time. You did really good. I appreciate it. Maybe your best work
1: yet. I try.
0: Hey, With I that wrapped said Now that oh, we're good and uh glued up. Get back in the pool.
1: Everybody back in you know, the Oh shit, it's cold! <laughs>
0: frozen pool critical question why don't you just go ahead and give some of your christmas movie suggestions could be popular could be off the beaten path just uh, some christmas all right i'm christmas.
1: gonna get my top five i watched my number five last night die hard two it's my number five number four surprisingly enough national lampoon's christmas vacation number four number three scrooged bill murray yeah. it's the standard of my family my mom loved that movie number two ernest's watch no it's not Safe's Safe christmas It's not a Christmas story. Now that I think about it, this is what's called filibustering because I totally
0: fucking forgot it. (laughs) Number one, Die Hard. Yeah, I just have a couple uh, things I've been watching. Uh, First, Last Christmas, which is no longer streaming, which angers me, it's... I don't want to tell you anything about it. Just watch it. And then when you see the ending, please direct your hate mail towards me because it has one of the weirdest, like best worst endings ever. That's just infuriating. So please, uh, after you finish it, if you can find it.
1: Oh, sorry. Number
0: two, Santa Claus, the movie. All right. Good. Dudley yeah. Moore, weird yes, movie. Weird movie. A Very Nutty Christmas. Melissa Joan Hart lifetime movie i think interesting where a uh a nutcracker comes to life and in somehow has an even more infuriating ending than last christmas okay so i guess i'm just picking movies so where a nutcracker came to life as opposed to jack frost where he michael keaton is <laughs> he's a, dead a christmas father. themed blues band Oh God. And that movie literally opens that he's the, this guy. It's a fucking agent is on the phone. Like we got the next big thing. We got to sign this band. He's a fucking, he's in a Christmas themed blues band.
1: Wait a minute. I just had a, recollection last year for christmas didn't we watch that mario lopez yeah, lifetime kfc we watched the kfc one. that's
0: right well there is a there is a mario lopez lifetime movie which actually stars melissa joan hart called holiday in handcuffs of course what i probably wouldn't that was actually the oh i want to say it premiered on abc and that one was the highest rated made for television movie ever it like did better ratings than nfl games wait what yeah Really? Everybody had a hankering. White bitch has got the starbs. The night before Christmas, K-N-I-G-H-T, which is another... It's a night rider Christmas movie. It's a uh, a time travel Christmas movie. Okay, a night travels through time to be with Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. I thought you were
1: gonna say came back in time to be with a
0: ninja. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's make that movie. <laughs> Let's just cancel the rest of the podcast. Fuck it. Talk about a, a time traveler. Who? Uh, <laughs> Jesus I want to watch that movie. A night travels through time <laughs> to be with a ninja. <laughs> Oh, that's great! That so good. Holiday, which is Emma Roberts, Jim. Uh, we had to educate him on Saturday because he didn't know that's who right. Emma Roberts was. No idea. She is the daughter of Eric Roberts and the niece of Julie Roberts. She is in a Christmas movie on Netflix called Holiday, where she goes on a um, a date with this guy every single holiday, and it, it's a good one. I like it. So yeah, that's whatever. Actually, that's I want to
1: give a quick shout out. As a kid, I, Kevin, I know you recall this. Remember my two dads? Yeah. Paul Reiser, Greg Evigan, Stacey Keenan had a crush on her when I was little. They did a Christmas episode where Greg Evigan sings, I think by far, the best version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Fucking watch that episode. It's the Christmas episode of My Two Dads. I want to say it's 88, 89. Awesome. Also, last week, the uh, the lady and I decided to go on the Hulus and watch A Very Brady Christmas because I remember this as a kid. That really isn't a Christmas movie all they just invite the kids home from christmas and there's really mike gets caught in, up in a blast yeah it's like fucking i watch this i'm like what the f- why and then you look at the ratings for that it was so big they decided hey we're gonna do another brady show that lasted a whopping six episodes um
0: christmas specials on stuff like that always did pretty well because you have whatever it's called night on christmas on walton mountain yeah the walton's christmas special so weird yeah all of those things always did fairly well so any tv besides my two dads any tv christmas specials you really remember
1: i remember the Save by the bell in the mall christmas one
0: where zach lets a homeless family move in with them
1: yep we've talked about uh, this house family Yes, that's something we're going to have to do on a Swim meet series. We're going to have to do that.
0: I always like the animated ones, like Garfield. Garfield always yeah. had a good uh, Halloween and Christmas special. Garfield and Friends, I should say. That's a good one. Dave McCall, I hope you're having a Merry Christmas. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. Dave McCall's the, the type of pushy who would... Uh, kind of what? Type of pushy? I thought you said pussy. No, he's not that. <laughs> he's not, hey, what you uh, fucking call me, man? He's uh, he's pushy, so he would be like, "We're celebrating Christmas on the twenty-sixth. Hey, we're going down to Walbergers. We're going to celebrate Christmas, okay? Let's uh, let's talk about some logic.
1: Yeah, Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <It's>
2: turbo time.
0: <laughs> There's a
1: lot, Jim. You go ahead and go first. First one. Let's talk about that numbered ball fiasco, Kevin. Yeah. What I don't get about this whole thing? First of all, why you put them on a bouncy balls? I have no idea. The manager tells everybody, "Everybody form a line." no line that gets formed they put numbers on bouncy balls and just throw them up in the fucking atmosphere and see what happens and then my biggest thing it's not even the bouncy balls the manager this store is in the mall of america in the time of the mid-90s there's no mom and pop toy shops it's your big brand stores that are going to be in the mall the manager can't just go
2: and by the (laughs) way in accordance with the laws of supply and demand the new list price on each figure just doubled
1: it's not a franchise store it's a corporate store you can't pull that shit i don't think so that that's it. <laughs> just logically you just can't do that and then all of a sudden this ball has mystical powers in which it just doesn't stop it goes down oh three yeah flights. yeah it doesn't make any sense and then he ends up being a pervert i'm not a pervert, ah, ah,
2: pervert. i'm not a pervert i just was looking for turbo Man doll
0: i mean I, I would guess in this scene it's better to have A ball and have a chance at winning the Turbo Man. Why not just give a ticket? Rather than, but it's a lot of work for a ball that may not be a winning number. No, not at all. And yeah, exactly like you said. Why not a ticket? Because these employees would get fired. They're supposed to like form a line, which no one does. And everybody gets a ball and then they call numbers. But instead, the employees just end up launching the balls into the air. Also, that type of crowd, you're going to have police control there for that. Yes, absolutely. Howard accidentally becoming Turbo Man, it undoes nine years of being an absentee father we had a fight on the phone and i kind of yelled at him
2: jamie your dad is not mad at you he loves you more than anything in the whole wide world you are his all-time favorite person
0: how do you know all that
2: well who would know better than me dad howard right here
1: it's one shot one moment you're good dad
0: I think that after nine years Jamie's probably already gonna need some counseling because his dad is never there he went off on his dad yeah he's too busy selling mattresses and and yet (laughs) he's turbo man and it fixes everything let me just explain this guys I know this is the Christmas special it's a family episode
1: Jamie is a fucking dumbass First off, how the hell do you not? Wow, that Turbo Man. The voice sounds really familiar. It's an open face. You can't tell that's your fucking dad right off the bat. His voice. Yeah, it's so different. It's so modulated. Bullshit. It's not modulated. It's on a PA speaker two blocks down. Fuck
0: off. Uh, The bomb explodes at the radio station, and even though they went the slapstick route, Myron's now a terrorist. I
1: literally thought I was like, they're just going to brush over the fact that he murdered eight cops? (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, he pulls out uh, what he thinks is a bomb, a package out of his mailbag, and then the one same cop that we get the whole movie is like i was on the bomb squad and you know this is we've been duped this is a package and then you see a a weird special effect of uh zoom in on arnold and they shake the camera and then uh it blew up which myron is now a terrorist you know should have been a murderer but they went to slapstick tom and jerry uh looney tunes route also i want to ask the united states postal service is that
1: trademarked they can't use a usps logo i thought that was just a general thing that you could use willy-nilly it's not a private Service. It's uh, a government.
0: Apparently not. Apparently
1: not. In front of Mickey's Diner in the middle of the day. First off, there's a lot of timing issues here because what time did Howard leave his house in the morning, and then what time did this parade start? Because technically, oh yeah. should never have been possible. No, absolutely not.
0: Uh, we don't know what time the store is open
1: on Christmas Eve. No idea. But at one point, he comes back to his suburban in the middle of the day, mind you, in the middle of Minneapolis. It's up on blocks. It's spray painted, and everything's been stripped from it. Yeah. Broad Nobody saw this in broad daylight in okay. front of the diner.
0: When the mall Santa, who has the bootleg Turbo Man, he straight up leaves his post at the mall. On no lunch break. To go with Howard to this black market warehouse.
1: He I, didn't have the code. He didn't have the, the knock. No, and the,
0: but but how does he just leave? He had a sub. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess the $300 cash in his pocket's worth more than the line of children waiting to take a photo. Probably
1: the $315
0: he was making an hour. Why would anyone want that special edition Turbo Man from the parade? It's a big fucking so it's almost as big as Jamie. You couldn't really play with it. Even if you got like a uh, Dementor and a Booster figure, the Turbo Man would be double the size.
1: The showdown finally comes with his neighbor where he accidentally almost burns his house to the fucking ground. Yeah. Quite frankly, why his neighbor then turn him in on a and e Just, you'd think, I'm going to turn him in. That means I can get with his wife quicker. Yeah. Thank God he finally gets his come comeuppance. Read a... Rita- rita almost said rita miller rita wilson finally fucking almost kills him with a thermos shot to the skull yeah
0: holy shit i have a two for one maybe the biggest logic in uh in this movie is we still don't have the jetpack technology that's used on the turbo man suit in the parade
2: Fly, fly, turbo man use your jetpack
0: And if we did, would they be loaning that technology to a parade? Not a chance. He has a no. literal working jetpack that is able to fly all, all over the the city, the city of Minneapolis, 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 <laughs> Minneapolis. and then. The number of things that Howard does as Turbo Man that would have killed or severely injured him, like launching himself through a building. Yeah, at one point, he just kills the engines and just falls to the sidewalk, and then he spins around and pulls how many G's? He's like attached oh, at to least. a banner. He would lose consciousness. He'd have hypoxia. Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. He's fighting a helmet protects. Yeah, him. he just but it instantly he just figures it out. He just knows. He does. Yeah, and then um, a lot of issues with time in this movie. So as as Jim mentioned. Harold leaves the house like first thing to go find this turbo man.
1: Let's say he leaves the house 8 a.m. Yeah. What time is the parade? Normally parades would be started at like 9 a.m. Yeah. And be done by one.
0: Yeah. Well, we see him all over the city at multiple. There's a whole montage, multiple stores in the mall, just parking Walking into the Mall of America, going through that whole thing and walking back. How long would that take? Oh, God. Yeah. And then he goes to all these places, goes to the diner, goes back to his house. Like all of these things. He he goes to the warehouse. Yes. And like. I'm trying to think about, I mean, he's got a good attitude because if my day involved having my car stripped for parts and left on box and then paying $300 that I did not get back for a toy that I didn't get. And
1: then getting into a fight with a bunch of Santas and elves. Yeah.
0: So I'm like, he's pretty Cops cool are about out, all of this. Yeah. He's pretty cool. But like I said, I think at the end of the movie, he gets carried away. He's now a celebrity. He's not going back to his family. No,
1: he's not. He's Everybody, have drinks with these people. Kids are going to be showing up at his house, be like, hey, Turbo Man, yeah. help
0: me. Yeah jamie's gonna be like i didn't you didn't see me get my teal belt and then you
1: saw how horny she got his wife oh yeah you know she wants him to wear that every night
0: and then also the parade that's not really how parades work not at all so they like literally stopped the parade for 20 minutes to do this like scene in the midst of all of these things happening where all the other floats like the marching bands they're just standing around twiddling their thumbs i'm guessing yeah being like what's going on up there we're not moving how long does it take for ted to find parking? <laughs> Ted lets the kids get out and find a spot because they see Owen's dad. So Ted lets the kids get out and then Liz gets out and goes and stands with the kids. Ted does not show up until after all of the Turbo Man stuff is with done. With eggnog
1: still on yeah, his Yeah, with head.
0: eggnog still on his face. So it took him, yeah, 25 minutes to find parking and walk there. I mean, he might as well have not come. That's half the fucking movie. All right. What's the legacy of this movie? I mean, it's an Arnold movie. Yeah. It's in his pantheon. It's they- a Chris they just re-released the Turbo Man yes it's a movie you can watch every Christmas for sure because I promised I'd talk about it there's a jingle all the way too which I think I talked about a little bit on this podcast already stars it's Larry the Cable Guy and Santino Morella Right. it's the um, same sort of premise basically a kid says this is all I want for Christmas but you can't read her handwriting but uh, it's weed he goes to every store in the world the movie is nothing but a logic issue but it's basically like the uh, stepdad is buying every single one of these toys because he wants to be the hero on christmas rather than uh, larry the cable guy and it's um i'd say watch it i mean if you're like me and you're a sucker and this year you're just watching everything christmas you can possibly watch it's an hour and a half hour 15 something just watch it I listen mean, pool sceners not gonna be out anything
1: kevin myself some of you sat through bonfire of the vanities you can watch jingle all the way too yeah
0: and as a, as a Christmas gift, I'm going to make an executive decision here, Jim. And I'm going to say we're going to skip plugs this week because it's a Christmas special. Yeah, I agree. And we're just going to move right to Final Lap Man.
2: Yeah, the Final
0: Lap So you had uh, some, some I know you're a big F1 fan. You had a final mired in controversy. Jesus Christ. So race was going pretty boring. I literally put out a tweet
1: saying, God damn, they really need to do something about these races. Then all of a sudden, yellow flag gets thrown because Latifi bends it into a wall. F1 has these rules. This year has been one of the most open, crazy years in known history. Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, seven-time world champion, going up against this kid who's going for his first, world championship they are tied on points going into the final race first time it's happened since 1974 so it looks like lewis is going to run away with this he's get his record eighth world title he already has most wins most polls then all of a sudden nicholas latifi puts it into a wall safety car gets pulled lewis is on 33 lap old tires max has only six laps on his new soft tires and soft tires in f1 faster tires newer tires, you can go faster. There's lap cars in front of him and Lewis. It looks like Lewis is going to win. He's got his eighth world championship, but hey, that's not good for ratings and entertainment. So the guy that oversees the race, Michael Massey, real piece of shit, decides, hey, I'm not going to let these lap cars between Lewis and Max move. Then all of a sudden, one of the team principals from Red Bull comes on the air and he goes, Michael, we need to do something about it. All of a sudden, Michael says, okay, only the five lap cars between Lewis and Max can get the hell out of the way. Green flag, one lap for the championship. course max is going to get him dead to rights he has newer tires and of course max wins the world championship i love the fact that max won the world title i'm a lewis fan but i give it to max problem is when you have one guy switch the rules within 30 seconds it puts a black flag over everything that kid just did all season yeah so it was a great finale i i love formula one i always will but something needs to change
0: Yeah. Uh, a christmas item my daughter had a christmas program at school which she doesn't really do well with stuff like that she doesn't want to participate and And when she found out she was doing a Christmas program, she was like, can you call me off of school? Can we... Can I you know be sick that day i don't want to do it i don't want to participate well well why don't we see what happens and she's like no she's getting super anxious nervous about it but then when she went to school they've been practicing every day for it and we she said well i practiced and we said well how, how'd that go and she said well it went well um we said are you going to do the performance she said maybe we'll see so i was worried because we show up for this christmas performance not knowing if she's going yeah to. we thought like she's gonna throw herself on the ground like not participate so have you ever been like laser temperatured they said that they were gonna to check IDs, that they were going to check temperatures. I was a little nervous after it because I was like, they never took our temperature. They never took our IDs. And data was like, no, they did take your temperature. I was like, what? she's like that thing that was pointing at you that took your temperature i was like how how could that be accurate (laughs) what it's like looks like a little webcam yeah but it's pointed and that's how they're taking they're like scanning everyone that comes in unknowingly and i'm like i can't imagine that would work so we get there they're bringing out classes one at a time my daughter's school has 14 oh shit i'm like i'm not sitting through 14 classrooms of this yeah but thankfully they only did like four a day so they did four so they each class sang a song and then all four classes together sang one five christmas songs i've never heard in my life well that's good my daughter we were like what was that song she's like you don't know that song we're like no she's like i can't believe it we're like never heard any of these five songs there was like gingerbread rap the one song they sang together was called christmas is christmas it's like, no shit it's in like, parentheses it's like what what are these songs it was i was like did the music teacher make these up it's nuts but uh she participated she stood in the back she at least moved her mouth okay, mean, so, she yeah that's fine so she participated so uh i was pretty happy there but i was like i missed an hour of work for this like, <laughs> shit you know this past weekend we went out for my birthday uh which we usually do a little early my birthday is december 19th yep. if anybody wants to send me stuff, but, uh, Venmo, Venmo, that'd be great. (laughs) Uh, If anybody wants my address to mail me presents for being a listener. Awesome. But uh, since so much is going on six days before Christmas, we decided to do it a little bit early. We didn't go to Cleveland. We were supposed to go to Cleveland, but Top Golf was completely booked due to holiday parties, corporate events, things of that nature. So we went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. The basement smelled like smelled like sewer. The third floor had a power outage. Good sign. But it was still a good time. We still had fun. Yeah, it was good the girls got drunk oh boy me and you just uh were like what are what is happening yeah no shit girls just kept drinking they ate which is like a pet peeve of mine because it's like dana ordered food and i'm like what are you doing i'm like we're going straight to dinner after this she's like i'm hungry okay whatever and
1: then uh then my better half somehow hit a ball backwards and
0: almost killed three people <laughs> i was like jesus christ what are yeah, you doing well, we had uh we had a good time it was uh fun there was a downpour so not all the balls really played as they should have uh rolling through the um turf or whatever it is and then you guys had
1: a weird stone cook yeah. dinner which i think is a bad idea
0: when it comes to a well, bar we, and we drinking. Were, i reached out to a couple friends i have in pittsburgh good old yeah, ed danko sh- sh- yeah shout out to ed ed domenko and- <laughs> Had uh, told me, go to North Shore Tavern. And I said, okay. He said, it's across the street from the baseball stadium. Looked into it. Looked good. We walk in and the place looks kind of like a dive bar. It does. It looks a little bit like a dive bar. I was like, yeah, I'm a little nervous about this. There was, what was that one guy you were calling? Jerry Larry? or. Uh- <laughs> I forgot what I fucking thought of the same thing like corporate parties and you stuff know that there. guy
1: that walks around completely he walks drunk and has a thousand yard
0: stare yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> guy like Jerry Lair. Something like Ben that. Jerry something I think it was like yeah like Ben Gary or yeah, something like that Yeah, and uh, yeah so they bring if you order um, there were some hookers there it Jane looked ordered, like uh, Jumbo Surf and Turf and I ordered the uh, the large filet and they bring out a like a cutting board with a it's essentially like a paver stone Whoa. first off they gave you guys a five minute explanation of what to do and what
1: not to yes, do when it you was get the presented. Of it,
0: it was a lot of information. The fucking guy lost me it. I got a stone. Yeah, so they bring out a 750 degree or 850. 800. 850 degree stone, like a paving stone, and they bring your food out, and you are required to cook your own food on this stone. Fucking nuts. And uh, there's all these rules. Like, like don't pour water well, on this, it. This, <laughs> this, sauce, this sauce is oil-based, so if you drop it on, your set everyone on fire it was just but the food was like our food was amazing when you got home did you just smell like stone i think i did yeah. i was like holy shit i smell like yeah. a stone but uh yeah the filet was great dana had the jumbo serving turf the scallops were good we had she some ate brussels the, sprouts she ate the burnt lemon and, and yeah she was eating burnt lemon <laughs> because they put a lemon on the stone. I think you're supposed to take it off. Neither of the girls did. They no, both left they the didn't. lemons on until yeah. they were like nothing. And then I asked, I was like, I want to know about these stones. Do yeah. they reuse these or they just throw them away? Like, they scrub them and they put them back in the oven. There's 58 ovens. Yeah, would... right. We got a whole uh, lecture about it, but uh had a really good beer. Dinner was great. Um, there were some characters there. There were some characters there. <laughs> Two hookers, I think. I would recommend it, but it's weird. But Jim made the perfect point. So this place looks like a dive bar. And we witnessed very drunk people there yeah drunk people and an 850 degree stone bad idea don't miss because it's like i bet i could touch
1: it i'm gonna touch it if you go to quaker state you have to sign a fucking waiver to have atomic wings yeah. you should have to sign a waiver to get the 850 stone okay i, I agree i agree I saw the new Ghostbusters movie. Finally, not going to spoil it, not going to say anything. Excellent movie. It's complete fan service. It literally throws so many things at you from Ghostbusters 1 and 2. By the end of the movie, I'm sitting here watching a movie. I am sobbing like a baby. I am fucking just... Tears are pouring down my face. Go watch the movie. There's a stinger mid-credits and all the way at the end of the credits. Stay to watch set up other ones? Or just... They're going to go through the main cast... And then it shows the name. You're like, I didn't see them in a movie. All of a sudden, uh, Stinger. Nice. There they are. And then go through the end of the credits. It alludes to what's next. Nice.
0: So awesome movie. Check it out. I'm going to have to go see it by myself. I don't have anybody to see it with. So it's great. I'll go again.
1: It's a fucking yeah. great movie. McKenna Grace in that movie. Fantastic
0: fantastic all right you got anything else uh you want to mention
1: all i can say is merry christmas everybody enjoy the christmas remember be kind be grateful make sure you always say i love you to your loved ones because you don't know how many times you're going
0: to be able to say it so it's
1: more important than a turbo man it's more important than a turbo man not as important as a dementor okay so
0: my daughter um mentioned to me a couple days ago and i was like we gotta stop that she said you know what the one of the best things about about christmas is one of the absolute best things about christmas why christmas is the best day of the year i'm like why and she said because santa gives us all this stuff and we don't have to pay for any of it (laughs) (laughs) you're like you got it and i'm like yeah i'm like we gotta sign some things from (laughs) <laughs> mommy and daddy this year. <laughs> no shit yeah some of those gifts i didn't drive over an hour to meet with some cop to pay five times the value of a <laughs>
1: hey honey guess what yeah. i got fucked
0: yes so that i could give it so that santa could give you yeah. this stuff so yeah i was like uh we gotta nip that in the bud so yeah. um make special memories that sounds uh, like a cliche thing but uh, it's the
1: truth you yeah, don't know what just, you got till it's
0: gone yeah just go and and see the people you love spend time with your loved ones don't say no to things this time of year just go in uh, a positive attitude well until next week we're going to spend some time with some loved ones <laughs> oh yeah next week next week's episode going to be crazy it's going to be a weird one it's going to be a weird one so uh until then merry christmas merry christmas happy silencio
2: better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. But he's making a list, checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty and nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Take it, Michael. He sees you when you're sleeping. Yes, he sees you. Your yes, he knows he it. He knows if you've been bad or good. It'll be good for goodness sake. You <laughs> <laughs> better be good for goodness sake. Oh, you, you better, better watch bad. out. You, you better, better not cry. cry. You better not cry.